Welcome everyone to our Thursday night Stargate Roundtable. We're happy to have you here and we will be having in our second hour, Omina will be our guest. So you'll be able to call in and ask questions. So get those ready and for the second hour. And as we begin tonight, Vinayak will be doing the opening meditation. So I pass the talking stick to you, Vinayak. Uh, thank you very much, Marita. It's good to be with everybody here. Uh, once again, whatever time you're tuning into us, it's always in the now. And this is our opportunity to be together and to experience the unity and the oneness that we all are. So I'd like to begin this evening with just taking some deep breaths. And as you breathe deep, and full and exhale out. Notice how you feel right now. Just notice how you feel. Are you still thinking about the rest of the day or the evening or whenever you're tuning into us? Or are you here listening and fully present? Whatever has happened has happened. And this moment is our opportunity to choose again and again and again. And see if you can find that feeling within yourself right now of joy, of love, of unity of oneness, of compassion for yourself and for others. Being right here, right now, with all of us. And I'd like to invite you to join me every day at 11, 11 a.m., wherever you are. And if each one of us will do that, just take a couple moments, minutes, whatever you can spare at that time, 11, 11 a.m., every day, and send and open your heart to love for our planet, for transformation, for the unity and the joy of connecting with like-minded souls and inviting others to join us. Just imagine what might happen 
if every day all of us, wherever we are, whatever time zone you're in, and we spread this idea and this thought and connection to one another, we would be sending joy and love and healing to our entire Earth, our beautiful planet Earth, as we ascend with her and as we ascend together with each other. We'd be sending love and oneness and healing every hour of every day. Love. Now feel that love expanding inside yourself as if it's already happened. As if we've been doing this now for years. And in fact, maybe some of you have. But that magic hour, that magic time of 1111, especially in this year 2020, we have the multiples of two giving us 22. And this is a master number for all of us to experience. This is the time for us to choose our own mastery. And imagine if every time something came up for you in your own life experience, if you said yes to it, if you said I can, versus I can't. If you found agreement with community and oneness and love and you let yourself stand, take a stand for love and you truly let go of all the resistance all the struggle, all the fight within yourself or around any issues that present themselves to you. What if truly everything was working out exactly for you the way it needs to? the way you chose it before you came into this physical earth plane beingness. What if everything was in divine order? And what if we all chose to agree instead of disagree or fight with what's happening in our lives. 
imagine surrendering to who you are, this beautiful being of spirit, this spirit having a physical experience, this joyful being of light, of love, and you chose to have communion with everyone around you. What if we chose to see the good in every person? And even in that split second moment where we thought something has gone wrong or we thought we had judgment about what they were doing, what if we just let go of that and let them have their own soul experience? What if we could just embrace everyone being in their perfect place and perfect time and playing their perfect role, knowing and feeling that nothing has gone wrong, that everything is exactly the way it needs to be for all of us to experience the love that we are, for all of us to experience and feel right now in this very moment, ascension. If we let go of time, if we let go of thoughts that it needs to be or could be or should be different than it is. I invite you to take a stand for love in your life. Look for the good in everything and in everyone. And if it feels challenging, notice that it's only a thought. And it's a thought that we are healing and ascending from and away from so that we truly can experience this beautiful planet, this experience of love expanding, not only in our hearts, but in our very energy field of beingness. We are divine. We are gods. And we are masters. Allow yourself to feel and to rejoice in knowing who you are this very beautiful moment
of now. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you, Vinayak. And we'll uh, go around the team here and see what everyone has to say. Uh, who would like to step forward and begin? Greetings, everyone. I'll go ahead, not a problem. What I'm going to read to you is something that I found in a forum, but it's very long, but I'm only going to read the first little bit of it. Dear ones, the humans are being constantly lied to in many areas. Shut out the lies and listen to your heart. This is the message here. You must know this. The angelic council, the star beings, the light beings, and their many councils say unto you now, in no way do we have anything to do with human political propaganda. We do not side with parties. We do not touch down with global powers and never have. These are lies given to you by the very ones you praise and deem your leaders. Those are the lies given to you by the same so-called cabal that you fear. We have bought into a fake system meant to disarm your intuition. We say this unto you. All channeler deeming political agendas and splewing lies about their man-made artificial beliefs, all handed to them by the very evil overlords they claim to be fighting against. Those who claim they are the ones bringing down the so-called Illuminati are the ones who are the puppets of such a scheme. Look at the higher view of this. No longer believe these tired lies. The lies evolved over and over. So many bad things made far worse by the far-fetched lies placed onto them, making even more pain. There are no robots or reptoids used to control you in reality. That was a lie put out there long ago to again deceive and manipulate you into a fear-based lie. There are no alternatives to kill humanity, only evil old men in power scheming more ways to destroy nature for profit and cause disharmony all over the globe. Those are not real leaders. Those are the ones you fear the most. But you fall into the silly conspiracies they create. Hatred kills. Nothing else makes one kill. War is designed by evil men, not aliens, not angels, not a higher power. Poisons in our food and air and oceans are put there by evil people. The ones lying to you daily, putting their propaganda above their duties and throw you the people away as a result, only to uphold their agendas, lying to make you all turn a blind eye. They are made up fictions, pushed by conspiracies. These are not truths. They share no proof, no reality, no trace, especially in our name. The light beings, we want none of it. Love is the only proof one needs. All else are more lies to keep you sunken into the abyss of untruths. Evil men have destroyed the planet and lied to you and divided you. Hold them accountable. Nothing else to blame. Money, power, greed, hate. These are the dangers at hand here. 
and have to be ages. As this is earth school and many souls have a very hard time learning their chosen lessons. Very hard indeed, much harder with lies spread. Have none of you noticed that over the years, all of these twisted conspiracies simply take half-truths, most of which are horrid enough, and then transfer and morph them into bogus claims and proofless unrealities, made to imprison one into the matrix they claim to disavow. Know this lies. One can use intuition and peace and unity-based logic to navigate and thus unmask the liars around them. But if you only listen to which you read on your countless propaganda conspiracy websites and videos, you will lie to yourself even more so and to others. You have no right to spread disharmony and claim to be in contact with our many beings of light. How dare you? Our gifts are sacred and come with a great trust. And countless times, beautiful souls fall in flames for dead lies and conspiracies made to dumb your spirit down. We are the high light beings, and we deny all of such madness and ask any and all of you who read this to use your heart and clear your third eye in order to see the entire picture of the situation. Choose what calls to unison, harmony, loving others, peacefulness. And do not hand it all away just to believe a lie created by those currently in power. They are the ones we have run from for a long time and now must face. We must shine the light unto that which is being spread in our name. Some say the guides and angels take sides or have some knowledge about one side or the other. These are pure lies. We only find unity. We take only the side that sides with unity and fighting for others, and we clearly deny those that rave and rant and spread lies and name-call and act childish. No, never, not in our name. Why does one give up so much truth? Just to find disharmony that more identifies the darkness in their hearts? They side with those they wish to immolate. Then they claim we, the higher realms, channel such disharmony. Never. Now is the time to heal yourself from the current lie being sown in the spiritual New Age community, which is usually the truest beacon of light, but now has been infected with conspiracies. We, the High Angelic Council, rebuke these false truths and ask you to find only unity and advancement and higher mindfulness and find intuition once more. Namaste. And where did that come from? Do you know? That come from, uh, I've already sent Penny the uh, source of this. This is much longer than that. I'm going to stop there. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say before we go on to the next person? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you very much. Okay. Who wants to step forward next? Oh, I kind of guess. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Hi, everyone. This is Caroline Oceano Ryan. Um, I'm hearing from an awful lot of people that they're going through what you might call desperate straits. They've got health worries, family and work stresses, um, financial pressures. They're upset about how the country is going here in the U.S., in the U.K. <laughs> We've got 
uh, two um, rather <coughs> interesting leaders, one in each country, I'll just say it that way, and uh, other countries likewise facing times of uh, real challenge and heartbreak at times, such as in Australia. Not all the fires have been put out, and they've been going on for two and a half months or more. So what they would love us to do is to just concentrate on our breathing at times that it seems to be just too much. Uh, old pain, old trauma is surfacing to be healed. Don't be surprised if you feel depressed or anxious some days and can't quite locate why. Uh, as all this old pain comes up, you will need to release it. Write out how you're feeling. If past life experiences come to you, all right, that's fine. Write them down too. Write down what you see. Bring the subconscious up into conscious awareness. Um, the collective will suggest this story writing occasionally where you write at the top of the page. Let's say you just can't drop weight or can't can't become well again. It Nothing seems to work. You write at the top of the page, who are you? And why have you anchored this seeming disability or uh, this illness or imbalance in my body? And then switch the pen to the non-dominant hand, the hand you never write with, and let the story come forward. As you embrace what is being hidden in shadow, rather than despising or avoiding it, you will heal it. You will bring it into the light. We will never bring it into the light by despising it, separating ourselves, considering ourselves to be better than this or that, this person or that feeling or that relationship or that circumstance. We have to rise above judgment. And I'm putting out a new message to light workers tomorrow that talks about that. And you'll see it on Facebook. Um, if you go to my page or if you go to Caroline, OceanaRyan.com. Um, this is really a time to release all judgment. You and I have been the bad guy, quote unquote. We've been the one who's been exploitative or abusive. We've been the one who wasn't kind to the earth or her beings. We've done that. And what we're seeing in others now really rankles. It really upsets us because we see ourselves in it. And boy, that's scary. That's not a pleasant moment. But we're all going through it together. So take heart in that. And they're saying just cease judgments and just you don't have to allow abuse coming at you from another person. Certainly not. But let's say you're out of patience, you're out of good health, you're out of money, whatever it is. Just say to that issue that doesn't seem to be coming through for you. I love and accept you as you are. Thank you for being here. If you've got a message for me, I'm willing to hear it. So thank you very much. That's all for now. <laughs> Well, thank you. Amen. Remember to ask for our messages. <laughs> yeah. Very important yeah. right now. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Amina. <laughs> You're welcome. I suppose I will go next. Okay. <laughs> and, you know, I was thinking about all the trauma people suffer from and all the memories of the trauma and all the healing that people keep doing. And yet get triggered back into the trauma. And I've been asking, so give me some clarity on that with the wonderful team that works with me. And what people have to get into their heads because it helps with the trauma. Even though if anyone is out there that have been subjected to the trauma, especially 
if it's been personal, very personal trauma, very personal trauma would be the emotional, the mental, the physical, and the sexual abuse. They're very, very personal. And if you're a very young person, when that happens to you, you're a child, and you have a memory, then of course you're going to personalize because especially when it's people that you think loves you and people that you love that would betray that trust or betray that boundary. And the message that I got very clear about was to help people to try and start depersonalizing that and be and putting it back on the perpetrator, so to speak, that that tells you about them, even though they pulled you into their sickness, you might say, because that's the only way I can think of it, because it's definitely not done from love, because if it was done from love. They wouldn't do that to you. So it's not done from love. It's done from a self gratification that sometimes they don't even understand. And it's like being able to, if you can bundle it all up and give it back as a gift to them. I don't care how you give it back. You can swear, scream, yell, put your hands up and go, what the, and throw it back at them. Whatever it is you have to do to unload it from yourself because the intention is you want to get rid of it because it's not yours. You want to get rid of it because you've held on to it too long. You want to be get rid of it because you want to be able to discover your own authentic self. So it's really about putting it where it belongs. And sometimes that begins with a thought. Most times that begins with a thought. Is learning to depersonalize. It's not about depersonalize who you are. It's about depersonalize what happened to you. And it's about being able to package it. And it's about being able to throw it. I don't care if you send a bomb with it, send a fire with it, send a knife with it, send a gun with it. Because the intention is to heal. It's not going to hurt the other person. I might, I might only send some energy their way for them to feel something that they're responsible for. It's really about allowing, allowing yourself just to be able to give voice to it and whatever else feelings come up after that. If the intention is for the higher good, the intention is for healing, you can't hurt anybody with that kind of an intention. You can only heal yourself with it. And that's, mm. what, that's, that's my message for people that are carrying a lot of extra stuff that they wish they could get rid of. It's beautiful. Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, yeah. you. Thank yeah. you for the insights. And you know, some of the things we kind of know deep down, but we don't bring it to the surface or we ignore it or uh, we don't pay attention. So I think what happens is, as you remind us of these kinds of things, it, it helps us to um, to focus and to pay yes. attention to something maybe that we've been stuffing. Well, I think that people stuff it because they're shame-based. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're ashamed that 
for some reason they allowed it to happen. I mean, I've worked with people from who've been abused from a very small age and think that it was something that they did because that's what the abuser tells them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because my language can get very strong and what it does actually, when it does get strong, if I'm in the middle of a session with somebody, they laugh because it helps to take out that heaviness. It's like, <laughs> you know, what the? da 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 <laughs> and <laughs> I guess their attention as well as saying, can you see how ridiculous that is to think that way at the age you are now? I could see thinking that when you're seven or eight or nine years old because you don't have the capacity to sort out all this crazy grown-up stuff. But if you're close in my generation, or even if you're in your 40s or your 50s, get a grip, you know? Yeah. And it's like that, it's like giving a blast of that energy, and it's okay. It's okay. And they begin to see it in a different light. It's okay to say what the, whatever. They, people can put their own, you know, what the ducks, whatever they want to do. What the two ducks, whatever they want to do. And and there is absolutely nothing wrong with giving a voice to a language that expresses what you feel deep inside. And you throw all that shame back, you throw all that blame back. And, I, you know, the key is everyone deserves to be happy. Everyone deserves to be shame-free. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. I'm hearing that. some white noise. Uh, is that? Yes, that's why I was hearing the white noise. I don't hear it now, so we'll no, see what happens. No, me neither. It's gone. Let me do an experiment. No, nope, I think it's gone. Okay. Okay, white noise. <laughs> we don't need you around here. <laughs> okay. Well, we want to send uh, a lot of uh, love and healing, healing and support to Angel Sue. Uh, she's. Um, uh, having some health challenges. And of course, I think uh, some of you know she did have a pacemaker put in and and that went well. But everybody in the nursing home uh, has been quarantined because of the flu. And so um, she's out of the quarantine. But the, you know, there's just, just one thing on top of another and uh, it's just been a really stressful time. So we send an extra... extra uh, load of love and light and healing energy to our dear Angel Sue. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, does anybody else have anything more to say before we go to Tara and Rama and, and see see who Rama's talked to this week? Not any anything else? Okay, Rama, speak up. Tell us what's been going on. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Greetings, everyone. Rama, you got to loosen things up over there. Move the card, too. Yeah, there we go. Excuse us, everybody. We're just bringing this. Microphone. Are you guys sitting out in the car? No. <laughs> No, but we live in a little tiny little area 
pretty much like feels like our shuttlecraft. <laughs> you know, we're looking at this big old screen and you got to kind of have everything you need at your fingertips. Hope we're being quiet with our bangles tonight. I'm just, I'm just teething. <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I love you more, Marie. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, Rama, did you talk to anybody or have any interesting conversations or meetings this week? Yeah, it has been a wild week with the uh, fiascos going on in Washington and the rest of the planet. And it's quite enlightening to see how when a crisis situation kind of moves into that that place that uh, as Captain Picard or Captain Kirk would put it called Red Alert in, in that <laughs> context of the atomic clock that everybody watches uh, it has up the ante. It is one minute and forty seconds to midnight. It used oh, to be at two minutes to midnight for the, about the last year and a half. And, and what it means is that the ante. What it means is the ante has been upped on the planet where, you know, like Greg Braden talks about three major things: climate disruption, conflict, and consciousness. And the consciousness is being raised at such an exponential level. I have been listening to Cryon's messages. And I mean, what Lord Cryon has been saying is that we are all uh, getting a huge, huge lesson and upgrades in the energies as Lord Michael's legions come in right now and surround the planet as the, these quantum super waves are coming in and affecting our planet, the sun, all the other planets, and the electromagnetic field of Earth is collapsing and expanding, collapsing and expanding back and forth. This is creating the crazy weirdness going on in everybody's heads. Uh, everybody mute out in between because we get this, I don't know, it's like static. noise, static noise. That would be, that's much better. Okay, and then you can unmute if you guys say something, then the mute back up. Okay. So Rama got to talk with, uh, he went to see Crazy Steve and Nicodemus the Rat. Uh, and these are two galactic beings. Crazy Steve used to be a scientist. At Los Alamos. Lab. Yeah. And, and he, he left when they wanted him to start working on building new nuclear cores mm -hmm. for nuclear bombs and he said I'm out of here and that was a while ago and Nicodemus the rat is he, he is a friend of Steve's that Steve helped 
escape from Los Alamos with all kinds of other animals that uh, I could say have become enlightened through the strange experiments they were doing at Los Alamos on these animals. Well, they must have had some help. They had some help. And he can shapeshift so that he just looks like a normal human being and can yes. walk down the street. A little short. A little short, right. <laughs> anyway, these two and myself, um, they took me to this sewer manhole on the street in front of the storage place where they have their place. Uh, um, and a and uh, across on the street in front of the Sweetwater Restaurant, Caroline. <laughs> so, Professor Nicodemus lifted up the man- <laughs> the manhole corner. That's uh, we went to have some lovely dinner there, and so there's many things <laughs> that go on right there in front of that restaurant. Anyway, wow. yeah. So, um, Professor Nicodemus lifted up the manhole. C- cover with this hook in his hand and placed the cover on the street. Then he put up this warning flashing sawhorse, you know, with the yellow flashing light, so that people would drive around. Uh, Then the three of us climbed down the ladder about two stories below the street. Uh, Then we went to a good-sized room off to the side of the manhole tunnel that Nicodemus and Steve had a key to. We went into into this room. Inside, they flipped a switch on the wall, and all these screens turned on. I saw at least 20 screens. It looked like something out of the Matrix. And they had video cams focused on places all over the world that are entrances and exits to secret U.S. military bases. Uh, So They had this one screen that was focused on the sun, and they were actually, in real time, you could see the solar flares and the ships actually emerging from the portals in the sun, coming out and going towards Earth. And and circling the Earth. Yes. Okay, and so I saw three jets taking off on another screen from... Um, the Persian Gulf. An aircraft carrier in the Persian Gulf. This is concerning Iran. So they were explaining these things to Rama so that he's not just uh, off the top of his head. They were explaining what was each one of those. So Professor Nicodemus said to me, there are huge movements going on around Mother Gaia uh, concerning the United States military forces. They are being told by the galactic forces to stand down while they still can. And, of course, there was no response back from the ground, uh, you might say. One of the video cams was a direct stream from the solar observatory that is watching the sun, as Rama was just saying. And I, we, could see the various starships emerging through the portals in the sun, coming through the sun portal and circling Mother Gaia. This is all concerning the great activity going on throughout our solar system 
This is regarding the three things Greg Braden speaks of all the time. As Ramo said before, consciousness, climate disruption, and conflict. Then Nicodemus the Rat said, Lord Rama, which is going, what is going on in D.C. is a huge lesson of how we take back as a people, regardless of the fact that both sides, Democrats and Republicans, are lying through their teeth, how we take back our power with love, truth, peace, freedom, justice, and beauty. And this is regarding the last update that Rama got. Uh, uh, Both the Democrats and the Republicans are completely lying through the teeth. And the reason is they're very afraid. You know, they both have, you might say, overlords in that pyramid structure that we have sent. And Omina, if you didn't get one, I can send you one. Uh, Anyway, we got a text message. This was from Wednesday, yesterday. Rama said, I got a text message from Natasha today around noon. She said to me, Lord Rama, Adam Schiff is lying through his teeth. And at the same time, he's laying it out in lavender. Both sides are lying. It all has to do with the Clinton Foundation. The Rothschilds are finished on Mother Gaia. And, you know... There's specific branches of the Rothschild clan. And Hillary Clinton's uh, part, she's got some lineage from the DuPont family. And you know that the DuPont company, which is her company, uh, they produce every weapon of mass destruction that planet ever saw. And all the kinds of submarines and everything else. So they're basically a killing corporation. That's what they do for a living. And her father, uh, Hugh Rodham, uh, that's a Polish Rothschild family background. After Al Capone, Hugh Rodham and Dan Rostenkowski took over and ran the Chicago mob. Dan Rostenkowski was a member of Congress and... Uh, he was a Democrat. I heard good things about him at the time, yet he was connected with the Chicago mob. So at the deep state level, again, Hugh Rodham remained the, and ran the Chicago mob with this other Dan Kai from 1947 all the way through until 1991 when he passed it on to his daughter, Hillary. And ever since then, a hologram or not, it's been in the hands of the Clinton family, of Hillary, uh, uh, since 1991 to the present. Uh, So all of the things that are going on at that level of deep state are in the hands of this family since 1947. Yeah. Uh, That was... uh, I think that's when Al Capone finally died. But anyway, Nichols is uh, a former trusted advisor. This is uh, Larry Nichols uh, uh, is reporting this. Uh, This was back on January 4th already. But uh, anyway, we're going back to this because um, uh, in this message from yesterday, uh, after... after Natasha said that uh, 
that the Rothschilds and the Clinton Foundation are responsible for all of this lying. And what we're meaning by that is that if Adam Schiff doesn't do what he's told, he's got somebody that's got a bullet with his name on it. Yeah. And that's the same thing that's going on on the other side. Yeah. No matter who's talking on either side, the 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 um the pyramid power that runs the world everything from the fallen angels to the vatican to the 13 families to the uh you know the united nations uh of course we've got good people that are infiltrating all these places and they're trying very desperately to silence the real journalists yeah, they want to put Glenn Greenwald away forever because he's doing the same thing Julian Assange was doing, exposing the truth. And nobody has to hear about what's going on with Chelsea Manning, and it's not pretty what's no. going on with them. And they want to take Max Blumenthal and put him where the sun don't shine, too, because he exposed that Guido guy as a pseudo-coup maker, you know, hired by the deep state in this country to go and get the oil from Venezuela. We're in the very last, last Ugh. stages of this, folks. This is why Professor Nicodemus and Steve showed me, you know, what's going on is the flurry of activities around the planet because they are petrified of what's coming in. They don't talk about it, but it is the galactic waves coming in from the sun. And as that changes our physical matter, it's uplifting us, not destroying us, but they don't... Provided we open our hearts. Provided we open our hearts. They do not violate free will choice. It's our choice to open our hearts. That's the and deal. And then to open the heart more. Yes. Okay, so let's just get a little more clarity. There never was Russia invasion into Ukraine. That never no. happened. That's the black op cover-up job. What has happened is the deep state has been hiring and buying and arming some people that they call Russian separatists. But what they are are deep state operatives. They want to create something where they get they get to control the major flow of oil through that country. This is where the black budget money goes to and disappears from Congress into the deep state, and then all these folks get funded at the. Uh, secret black ops level and they go out and do these very awful things in the so-called name of another country like blaming Iran on the missile yes um, the United States took that airplane down that's Iran right. didn't do any of that and let's just go finish up a little bit with Ukraine prior to President Zelensky winning by a landslide. It, he won that by a landslide because Poroshenko, who was a very rich billionaire who made his money as a chocolate, uh, a producer of chocolate, but um, he was a regime change person 
that the United States put in there so that they could manipulate him. And they had the same deal. Trump and the administration had the exact same deal with Poroshenko that they tried to make with Zelensky, and Poroshenko didn't come through either. No. And so the people got onto this. They saw through the whole thing. And Joe Biden is in the middle of it all, along with uh, uh, John McCain, who was still alive at that time, and uh, uh, um, Lindsey Graham. Graham. And Netanyahu and um, uh, Shinzo Abe from Japan. Yeah. And their Yakuza. That's their mob gang over there. And they are all trying to make deals to get a hold of the and the control of this area, which is juxtaposition between Europe and Russia. And... Um, the thing is, is that there was something called the Minsk Agreement, yes, which was made earlier. I don't have the exact date. It's quite a while ago. But that was an agreement that none of these countries that they did anyway uh, were, not, were, not, were to become any further part of NATO so that there would be a corridor there of neutral ground. And they just, uh, one country after the next... Uh, the West completely violated that agreement and just more more and more countries encroached, you know, uh, uh, on this corridor. And uh, uh, again, uh, there was this uh, prosecutor, his name was Shulkin, I think. Sulkin. Sulkin, okay. And the news media in the West are continuously saying that this was a bad guy. And he was a good guy. Yeah. And the reason they were saying he was a bad guy is he was going after Burisma gas and oil because they were super corrupt. And Joe Biden was getting his son, Hunter Biden, all this money, $50,000 a month. And that was back in 2014. In 2014, Hunter Biden was still hooked on crack. He had a crack ha habit that he had to fund to the tune of thousands and thousands of dollars a week. So Joe Biden got him this job so he could, you know, get after it somehow or another and have money to keep it going at the same time. And whole villages in Ukraine didn't have $50,000 amongst the whole village to spend a month. It's immoral. It's obscene. And it's wrong. And it's totally wrong. And so we still got to send love because all these characters, none of the politicians have the power that's in that pyramid over their heads. And they all do what they're told or they end up not being alive. This is the story that we're all facing. And World leaders and politicians do not make the list on this uh, who really wants the world pyramid at all. Because as many people realize, they are selected, not elected, anywhere in this country or anywhere else in the world. In any given election, you'll always see a choice between the lesser of two evils. <laughs> It does not matter which one you choose. It will always be the same, you know, the same, quote, BS, as they say here, from a different toilet. In other words, 
what we the people do as a collective here. Again, you know, when they say Russia and Bashir al-Assad did some kind of thing to Bashir's people, never happened. It was always our black ops. Same thing in Libya, same thing in Sudan, same thing in Somalia. All these different uh, Boko Harams and all these other things, they're all our black ops. We're setting up all kinds of falsehoods and telling the people to fear this and that and the other thing. And it's all coming from the deep state in this country. That seat of power that runs the world from Washington, D.C. represents this pyramid doing it. And all the politicians, the ones that do what they're told better than others, they get better jobs and they get more money. That's it. And this is not about money. We've said this in the scriptures all the way up and down and sideways. Let is the point now. Let it begin with me. Let there be peace on earth and let it begin inside here with me. And there's very good information on this ebook. And it's not something to just ignore. But uh, our food has been genetically engineered for the last 10,000 years by these fallen angels to keep us entrapped in a deeper density uh, and, and, and doing things that are keeping us as good slaves, you know, because we are subject, subject to wanting to be able to live and eat at the third dimensional level. As we penetrate into the fourth and fifth and higher levels of consciousness, we become capable of manifesting a support for our systems with light. And the more we do that, the less control over this, which is our pure spirit beings, that they can have. And that is real. And we are doing it, and it's going very, very quickly. So... Uh, I pass this talking stick to somebody that would like to say more about this subject. You've got two minutes. <laughs> Anybody? I think it's significant that you pointed out, early, pointed out earlier, as we were talking after the abundance call last night, that politicians are threatened. They're bribed and they're threatened. Um, and so they have to toe the line and those who have refused to do so have met with an untimely end and then they serve as an example, you know, to those who um, dare stick their neck out and say or do what they feel is truthful and it's interesting the people in this country don't really grasp that. When I speak to people in the UK or from Germany or France, whatever, they're very aware they will point out plane crashes um, yeah. or, or the deaths, uh, sudden unexplained illnesses of people who are politicians who have gone up against the grain or voted in a way that somebody said, you, you're not allowed to vote that way. They see it. But we here in the U.S. keep our heads buried in the sand because that feels better. And, <laughs> you know, it's a shame because something I noticed that the dark will do is they'll mix in the positive, enough positive that you feel good about something and then they slip in their lies mm -hmm. because you're open at that point. And uh, it's, I see it in these fake channelings that show up online. I see it in these fake 
reports, you know, um, from various groups that claim to be political and legit. And it's not, it's really not very pretty. Um, but I could see how they know what trigger points to use in the brain. And um, they know how to lull us to sleep and into complacency and also into feelings of comfort and safety. Because there aren't a lot of places like that in the third dimension. You can create them, but you create them spiritually. You don't create them politically. Not at the moment. <laughs> Not quite yet. And those who have tried, you know, look how President Obama was skewered uh, on, uh, is on, on so many points and made fun of as, as Jack Kennedy was, as President Carter was. And look how, you know, they kept President Carter from being reelected. And they kept Bernie Sanders off of the Democratic candidacy. And um, it's just yeah, astounding. Yeah, there's a game going on, uh, Caroline, right now. Um, it's not over yet. You know, Elizabeth no. Warren is controlled by Hillary Clinton. And, and she's Street. tried to accuse Bernie Sanders of calling her a liar on national TV and that's not when she said that he said a woman could not become a president. And Bernie Sanders was very to the point and forward and said, no, I never said that. Yeah. And, and then the CNN woman reporter said, you never said that? He said, that is correct. And then afterwards, at the very end, I just heard it over the weekend. They didn't put it on there right on Tuesday night that they had it out, the mics cut off. But on, on the weekend on uh, MSNBC, they said what she was saying is, did you actually call me a liar on national TV? Yeah. And Bernie yeah. Sanders said, what? Yeah. And she said she it repeated again. It. She, she repeated said it, it again. And in front of the mic. She made sure she was standing where she was right in front of the mic. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think it was also that he stepped forward and he said, um, let's don't do this now. Yeah, that's correct, Marita. Yeah. Very good. That was the yeah. point I wanted to make next. And he said, "You'll you'll have your discussion." And then she said, "Any time." <laughs> let's be very aware. Elizabeth Warren is scared out of her mind that she won't be alive if she doesn't do this stuff. Yeah, that's what strikes me about it. She was suddenly aggressive. She was suddenly desperate. And I've never seen her like that before. And I thought somebody put the fear of God into her. And I didn't know what the deal was. But that explains a lot. Yeah. That's right. And Bernie Sanders been around this block a few times. Yep. He knows the whole story. And so, you know, he doesn't have yeah. that kind of fear anymore. I mean, he's been doing this since I was a, a knee-high to a... A grasshopper watching him do his thing at the University of Chicago, getting in everybody's face. When he was young, like we were <laughs> some time ago, <laughs> I'm just saying, this is very, very tedious stuff. And the work that we do together and the work that we do within our own beings to, you know, learn and open to moving forward into higher and higher levels of consciousness is the only thing that's saving the other people's lives that are speaking in our behalf and getting in the face of this on the screen. We are the ones that are assisting to make that, you know, happen. I hope that we can understand that, everybody. And I can't, Caroline, I pass it to you. I hear something coming out from that. <laughs> no, I didn't say anything. I think that was somebody else. 
I don't I don't know. They might maybe my twin flame jumped on the on the call. We see it lyrically. Hard to say. Hard to say. Well, Remember well, everyone. Oh, we may want to have Alina step forward because she is our guest for this next hour. Oh, and, absolutely. And you know that uh, you can always call in and ask questions. Um, she only um, you only need to give your first name. If you want to talk to someone on the other side, you just need their first name, uh, and you can you can ask any kind of questions. Omina, you want to give them any further instructions about uh, how best to um, get ready to talk to you? Well, if they call in and they want to ask, they can ask a question about any anything. If it involves an animal, I need the animal's name. If it involves a person, I need their first name and your relationship to that person. And of course, your own name, if it has to do with some something that you're struggling with and you want some clarity on it, um, you most certainly will get the information. If you're meant to get the information, it will, it, you will get it. And it's not something that I'm going to make up or want to make you feel good or anything like that. What you're going to get is the truth. It'll be clear, unbiased, whatever. And trust it. I totally trust it. I totally trust the information. And uh, it can definitely help to clarify things and help you see things in a different light. So anyone that calls are welcome to call, welcome to talk. And please don't give me a fake name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> First names does add, does add uh, an, you know, it makes you very anonymous, first names do. So that is a little privacy right there. Some people get very nervous about it, and there's mm -hmm. no to be nervous about it. And if you wish to call in, you can, um, a toll-free number is 888-429-5471, 888-429-5471, or you can call uh, 232-232. 7444841 Any other questions or anybody else want to make any comments? Or just talk to me. Okay, I'll go first. Hi Randy. Hi Amina. I'd like you to see if there's any message from my friend Aaron. He passed about a month or so ago. Aaron did? And where yeah. where was he when he passed? Uh, Edmonton in Canada. Edmonton. Well, Edmonton. he's not awake yet. Okay. They haven't woken him up. They're going to wake him up pretty soon if he doesn't wake up. He's not, uh, he's just, he doesn't realize he's on the other side yet. That's why he's not awake. So remind to ask me next week when we're on. Okay, I, I, I find that quite interesting because when I was doing some consulting for someone, I, I didn't know how to handle it. So... I just simply asked if he yeah. was around 
and he gave me a, a message. So who that's gave the message? Aaron did. Well, that that wouldn't surprise me at all. Might we're talking? You want to know about his personal? Right now, they're telling me he's not awake. Was he long passed over? No, I'd have to look up the date. Fine. Right, because no, what can not. happen is. If he had just passed over and he still doesn't realize that he's on a different conscious level, he would be thought he'd be talking to you from this consciousness. Okay. Isn't that That'd be like weird? what you've been used to. Right, exactly. So it's it's um that's what I'm getting and I'm and they just told me again he's not awake yet. So it may be very different when you're tuned into a different, if you're talking about business or something like that, he may be still there. But when I asked, they just tell me he's not awake. Because he doesn't come in. They just, my, one of my guides said he's not awake. Okay. That's all I can tell you. I mean, you know, I could be all wrong about that, but that's the message. So, Amina, could that yeah. be something like limbo? Like the person is in a limbo state, doesn't know where he is really? Well, no, it's, um, to me, it's not limbo because limbo was something, you know, the Catholic Church came up with because they didn't have any other words for it. And, and I don't think limbo ever existed, period. What happens is if uh, if a person passes over, depending on how they passed over, they may not have been ready on a conscious level for that. They might have been ready. You're always ready on a soul level, but on a conscious level, you're not ready. And sometimes what happens is they put you in a place where you're surrounded with light and love, and they just allow you to come into your own level of consciousness about it and accept that you've left your earth life. They give you a certain amount of time to do that. So, you know, with Aaron, um, I'm still getting the message he's not conscious yet. That, he, that, he's, that he's made the transition. Yeah, it was around the beginning of December. Oh, okay, so it's it's not that long. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Right. I'm hearing uh, a white noise. It's not all the time. Yeah. And is is there something that uh, we can do to clear that up? I don't know if Don has any suggestions or if if it's what some one of us is doing. Uh, I don't know how to fix that. I think that everybody has to just mute out in between when they're talking and when they're not. Well, it just, yeah, it seems to come and go, the white noise does. Right. Yeah. But anyway, I Randy. Make sure they're muted out while the one person is talking. Even you, Marita, because I think that's when it it just gets in between the noise. I, that's what I'm noticing anyway. That's me. Just yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been muted most of the time, and except when I'm talking. So, um, well, let's see. Let's uh, Let's see if we have any more callers calling in to ask a question uh, remember you can ask uh, about yourself about anyone else about someone on the other side 888-429-5471 or 232-744-4841 Randy you can talk to me next week okay 
and see if his status has changed. Okay, thank you, Amina. You're welcome. Randy, I'm wondering if your friend um, faced some kind of trauma in this life that was hard for him that he would need to heal from. Because what, from what I understand, they kind of wrap you up in a warm blanket kind of a thing after you pass so that you can release the trauma quietly. He was in the hospital and they were doing an operation and he didn't survive. Oh, uh, that was, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh. And, and the thing about that is oftentimes souls take that opportunity to leave. I don't blame them. I don't either. But that's what they, they oftentimes do that. Yeah. Uh, did he have a heart problem? Exactly. Ah. So, so we are talking about the same person. That was just my way of making sure we're talking about the same person, okay? Yeah, so, exactly, and, and, exactly it. Yeah, and, and, uh, and like I said, he's not talking tonight, but that doesn't mean he won't talk next week. He's still recuperating, so to speak, whatever he's working on. So that's what one of my guides tell me. And we will just send them. Well, he's in a place of love and light anyway. So we will, we, we could still send love and light to him. And we'll talk about him next week. Thank you. Amina. Remind me next week. Thank you, Caroline. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah. I mean, Omina told me one time, my mom actually was asleep for a number of months after she passed. But I remember Omina said they're not allowed to sleep forever. They have no, to wake not. up yeah, yeah, at some point. So I was glad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they changed all of that. At one time, they let you, they would let you sleep for as long as you wanted, but then things be, you know, the energy all changes. So now they give you a certain amount of time, and then they gently wake you and they begin to orientate you. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, we don't a have a caller yet, and so I'm going to ask a question yes. to about some guidance for what Stargate Roundtable needs to be, if that's appropriate. Um, I've been doing this for a long time, and I think, okay, uh, am I finished with it? Uh, is there a different direction we need to go? Is there some guidance about what, uh, how we can uh, best serve, and whatever you get? Well, coming from, um, I'm, 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 the message has gone to the universe, so, but while we're waiting for that, I'm going to suggest this. Oh, I'm getting a message now. We definitely have to change with the times. But one of the best things that we could do, if we could come all, all come on a half an hour before we go on the air and have a roundtable discussion. So everybody can think about it between now and the time that we do it on which way they think the round table should go. That way everybody gets to put a say into it and then we see what comes out of that pot of gold, you might say, and see to get everybody's input and see what direction with their, with their ability to be able to tune in and see what direction do we need to go in. What I am getting is, and I, I'm not sure whose guide is talking to me, but I will ask, and they'll tell me in a minute. Uh, they're saying that it, uh, that it needs a facelift. <laughs> well, I guess that's maybe the only way that they, they, they can do it, that the... the um, 
the vibration has to rise because it has to meet with what's going on in the vibrational world in terms of the changing. And that's why we all need to have a conversation. If everyone agrees to that, then we can either email each other and set up a time where we can come on before our time on the air at nine o'clock, so to speak. And we can have a discussion about that. What does everybody say about that? Well, that I sounds have good. Feeling that something needs to change, uh, and so I'm asking for input. And uh, <clears throat> I'm happy to to uh, uh, pull up the Skype uh, a half hour before, and then everybody can just sign in. Yes, that's really what happened tonight. Don says, "Oh, I don't usually. I'm not the one." Yeah. You know, he usually puts it up, and I did it tonight. So I I know that that will work. <clears throat> yeah. But what does everybody else, we need to hear from the rest of you all agree to right. that. That's a good idea. Yeah, I, I agree. That's a, good idea. That's a great idea. Because okay, then, then we can yeah. update each other about what we learned because we're all, everybody no, needs no, no, to have no, 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 no. This is about coming from the heart. It's not about what we're learning or what we have learned. This is coming from the heart and what do we see Stargate Roundtable standing for in the future. Okay. And so how do we, how is the best way to get from our listeners? Um, they can uh, call me or they can uh, email me or um, tonight they can call in while we're doing this. If uh, depending upon how many people we have wanting personal things like we usually do. Uh, g- give me some feedback on that. How, okay. how can we also what get I would, information I, from our listeners? What I would suggest from the listeners, because the listeners know have my, they have my email, they have Oceana Ryan's email, they have your email. Uh, if Ram and Tara wants to put out their email, there's people that have their email, I'm sure. I don't know about Randy, but any, but any of you that have any of our emails, you can write to all of us. If you have ideas or if you have constructive criticism, whatever you have, if you offer your ideas or how you feel that you would like it to be formed or what kind of a format or what kind of changes would you like, because that helps us all have a discussion and gives us an idea of what the listeners would like. So Exactly. Uh, and if you yeah. think that we are done, that that it's no longer serving uh, a purpose, you know, it's okay. It won't hurt our feelings if you need to say, you know, we need to do something different or it just needs to change. Um, right. That's that's what we need to uh, want some guidance here. Well, absolutely, because they may want to see a change. You know, what kind of a change do you want to see? And, of course, the same goes for everybody on the round table, including Vianac, because I didn't mention his name, so I mentioned it now. Probably pronouncing it wrong, but nonetheless, I'm trying, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to... Vinayak, no, yeah. Vinayak, okay, there yes. you go. You see, I do it when I can't understand it because my, my eyes rearrange letters if I don't understand, and then I end up... Do it phonetically, so to speak. But anyway, I make no excuses. Okay. (laughs) So if you wish to call in and ask a question, we have given you 
a toll-free number that is 888-429-5471, and that works for the United States and Canada. And then we also have 323, oh, uh, 732, we've got two different numbers here, and this one is 232-744-4841. Amina? Yes. I have a question. Okay. Uh, are there any ascended masters that would like to step forth and give us a message right now? Well, I only work with seven of them, so who would you like to step forward to? <laughs> well, Jeez. whoever comes first. I mean, well, you know, you're the you're the receiver. So, have, you know. yeah, but you have to be a little bit clearer about that because they don't interfere with what we do. So, if you if 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 you want to, you want just a message, or do you want do you have a question you have? I would just like them to uh, give us input as to how we can increase the love in ourselves and the planet. Okay. Well, what I'm what I am being told from one of them that the um, the love chamber is so is so very little understood by human beings because not enough human beings will allow themselves to be opened up, opened up to the consciousness of the love. The love has many ways of expressing itself, and one of the ways is total acceptance of who we are, total, of, total acceptance of the person that we meet on the street without interfering with their process. It's kind of like practicing the love that they met at the master's youth. They they send out these waves of love all the time. They don't send it to anybody in particular. They send out these waves of love, and the people that are open to receiving it receive it, and they will feel it. It's it's a feeling. If I were to tell you what it was like on a um, physical level, right now the master that's talking is Quan Yin. And Kuan Yin is coming, this is Kuan Yin speaking, that the uh, compassion, the compassion is the key to love. Compassion for others, compassion for every living thing on the earth is all about love because it's all interrelated. If you hurt one thing, you hurt them all. If you hurt animals, you hurt all animals. Because forget, dear ones, that you are an animal to begin with. Even though that is changing, where you are losing part of that. But the fear is making humans cling on so much to it. That it is not allowing love energy to fully come in and be embraced by the consciousness so that it does change from that primal fear, that primal drive to stay alive. 
What you don't understand is that it's our compassion that has kept you alive all this time. And it's and that's where you have to trust in it, embrace it, and bring in the ray, the pink ray, and bring in the green ray, or all of that. Thank you, Amina. And I think it's also, you know, we talked about compassion for others. I think it's really important right now to practice and to experience compassion for ourselves. And There's whatever. an awful lot of noise in the background. Whatever um, there is, Kuan Yin says, Kuan Yin says that compassion begins with the self. If the self has developed the compassion for themselves, then it's never a problem giving the compassion or feeling the compassion for others. Beautiful said. Thank you so much, Kuan Yin. So does Gabriel have anything, uh, guidance for me for uh, what I'm to do with this Stargate Roundtable? Gabriel. Oh, Gabriel. Gabriel is different energy. Uh, I nearly fell asleep there, guys. If I do automatic channeling, somebody better wake me up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad you... You brought through Kuan Yin because I was going to request her, but then I thought, I don't know if that's one of the ones that Omina works with, but that that was perfect. She popped into my mind because well, I love her. Because I am so <laughs> blessed that animals come in because I let them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, and I am so grateful yeah. and so blessed that they that they that they that they grace my presence with their presence. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. That kind yeah. of energy. That kind of energy is. I mean, I have the ability to go into a full trance. So if I ever do that, somebody better wake me up. <laughs> okay. Because okay. The, energy is so, <laughs> the energy is so beautiful that it just renders you mm-hmm. powerless. You just want to go there. Yes, you want to yes. go there and you don't want to come back. <laughs> no, it, it's so true. You don't want to go there and... And like I said, I'm so grateful that I can go there. But anyway, Gabriel. Gabriel is the announcer. He's the messenger. What Gabriel, the message Gabriel has for you, um, Marita, is to relax. That you're not allowing the clarity to come in because you're so worried about it disappearing. So worried about, what is she worried about? Uh, oh, my goodness. Can I say it over the air? I don't know. Maybe you you want to see what your filter says. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like, it's kind of, okay then. So the message for him to say is, it is going to come to you. You're going to know what to do because Part of this is very personal and part of it is business. Um, the business mean that you want to reach people, but it's all the, it's a it's a twofold thing. And for you to allow it to become more clearer to you if you want to retire from it or if you still want to stay involved 
or how you want to do this for your own personal reasons. That's one thing. And then the other thing is the business part of it. It's like, do you just want to let that go and, and be occasionally a guest on the show? Okay. There are things for you to think about. Well, everybody can think about that. But for you, because you asked the question, that's what Gabriel is saying is to write it down so that you'll so that it'll give you some more clarity. Because you put way too much pressure on yourself. Okay. Marita? Yes. I just heard that you may want to ask for guidance from your uh, late husband or um, ask Omina to communicate uh, see if he will step forth or if you want to communicate on your own with him since the two of you began this work together I, I feel like somehow he has a communication for you well Omina why don't we just do it you mean talk to Robert? Yeah. Is there an echo? Okay, I'll, I'll ask Robert to come in. He's kind of smiling, Marita. He's saying, Marita, you do this all the time. This is how you reach your decisions. <laughs> you go back, you go forward, you go back, you go forward, you go back, you go forward. And then you finally get to where you need to be with it. This is your process. He won't interfere with your free will choice around it. Because again, we're back to the personal. This is your own personal decision. He will support anything you do. What he says is he will bring in the energy to help you focus and become more clear on it. He I accept that. Yes, he can do that for you. You have to spend time, not a whole lot of time, but just bring in these energies so you can get some clarity on that, on on what direction you want to go with it. What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to hold on to? What are you willing to change? Those kind of things. There are a lot of the things that we all go through. But he, he's definitely willing to support that. He's definitely willing to add the energy to help you with some of that clarity. And for our listeners, StargateMarita at gmail.com. Let us know. And any of the rest of the panel members, that you know, they all have their emails out there. So um, give us some input this week. And, yeah. and we'll try to meet um, uh, before the uh, call next week. On the 5th of, I think it's the 5th of February. What's the first Thursday in February? Is anybody going to count it? I'm going to count it. I do. I have to wait till it comes six. up. It, it bounces <laughs> <Six>. around. <laughs> yes, the 6th. Yes, indeed. I won't be around on the 6th. Okay. Besides, when, I think it would be good if we give this about two weeks for people to... Okay. So then you would be here maybe on the next week? Yes. All right. All right. Let's plan to do it then the second week in. Well, we definitely can start opening up to discussions. Right. I Have think our discussions. Also, the message, and I think it's from Robert, 
Um, and you can check that with him too, Marita. Star, uh, Star, Stargate Roundtable, that's what it's called, right? Yes. He says you need to put another name there with a higher vibration. Not No, Stargate is fine, but not the Roundtable, something else. Oh, it might be it might be Stargate Circle. Wow. I like that. And, and the other thing that I have any idea what this would mean, but Stargate and then I saw a star. I mean, the shape of a star, but that's in the name already. I mean, it's like, oh, Stargate right. Star doesn't make any sense. No, know. no, no. But but look at the star. Um, you know, it's like the circle never ends. Well, I don't think stars, you know, maybe the star is round. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm our just, son is. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out oh, there, right. what he said to me, that's all. Right. And it's like, it's like, circle means it's without end. Right. Could be star, you know, could be star circle. I don't know. Stargates are, you know. Stargate, think about Stargate. Well, and see, you know, when we were uh, told to hold uh, this uh, national gathering and and we were told to call, call it Stargate, we didn't even know what a Stargate was at the time. I mean, it was like, okay. <laughs> so that's something that's been in our lives for a while, even before the uh, we, we started the, this show. And let me remind, if we have any listeners out there, we would really like your input. So please call in. I see we have Sonia on uh, line one. Sonia? Hello? Yes. Am I clear? Yes. Yes, Yes, honey. Wonderful. Hi. Hi, Amina. Hi, Marina. Hi. It's so lovely to be here. Oh, can you turn off your computer? Yeah, can you turn down your computer, sweetie? Because it's echoing. Can you just turn down the sound or, or however you're listening? For me? Me? Yeah. You yes, were echoing I don't have like anything. Mad. I don't have anything on whatsoever, computer or fan okay, great. or air conditioning. It's gone or anything. now. It's gone now. Okay. Don't worry. And I'll, st- I'll stand in this. I'll stand in the same position. Okay. 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 Um, <laughs> I won't breathe. Okay. Uh, I would love to communicate with Archangel Raphael. I work with the Emerald Green Flame. And uh, I would like to see if uh, there's any suggestions as to how can I help others and myself in this assimilation of the new galactic downloads that are coming in that have been so challenging. The cosmic rays coming in and with the thinning of the geomagnetic field and the magnetosphere, it's, uh, it's one symptom after the other and it's massive. What else can I do to help? Well, what I'm being told is that you need to get grounded more when you're going to do this work. Okay. That whatever, whatever um, ground you, I mean, eating a pork chop will ground you, you know. Um, I mean, oh, what? I what did you say? 
<laughs> Eat the pork chop will ground you. <laughs> I'm just that's just okay. some people, some people are meat eaters. I don't know if you are or not, but it's about it's about finding something that grounds you like but it has to be a physical grounding so for some people that would be eating a pork chop believe it or not yes yes for you yes. it no, might I don't be have some... a problem. Mm-hmm. right but that but okay. that you know something that for you it seems that there's certain kinds of foods that ground you better than others because of your because of your physicality that it, it, it grounds you and that way you can anchor the energy one of the problems with working with this energy is that sometimes you have a hard time uh, anchoring it so you can bring it out yes. it's almost like part yes. of you want yes. to hold on to it <laughs> and so it's about yeah. being able to allow to be able to for it to flow through not to try and control it but to allow it just to flow through like a river Sonia, right. and allow it to come out through my hands. Is that it? No, it's it, it's allow it's been able to be there, being grounded, allow the energy. Mm-hmm. If you do the healing with your hands, then it's going to come through your hands. If you do it through your heart, it's going to come through your heart. Mm-hmm. It's allowing you will know at the time because depending on who you're doing the healing on, how they want to receive it. Some people don't want hands on them, you know? So then it might be a heart just surrounding them with the light from your heart, with the green light from your heart. So yeah, it's about about doing that and asking for that kind of help about what's the best way to serve this soul, so to speak. And Mm -hmm. and you will get that, it will come to you as long as you're grounded and you're open and you're listening, instead of trying so hard to do it. Thank you. May I ask another question then? Sure. Uh, I have, I have, I, I'm a blood O type, so I've done well with with meat products, and oh, good. somehow I haven't I haven't been wanting to eat mammal, and uh, so I used to buy pasture raised beef and eat it, not in quantities, but some, and I have yeah. not. Should I go, does my body, my body really likes it, I should go back, it's not that I shouldn't be eating it because I don't want to kill an animal, but it does ground me well with love well, and the good you, intention. You see, I know, and you see, what well, we have to understand is that, yeah, we all have different things that we need to live off of, and Mother Nature and her great desire to please us all and the universe Animals come in for that purpose. Eventually, our energy will become so high that all the animals will disappear because we won't need them to feed off of them. Mm-hmm. The The other mm-hmm. thing that's good for you, too, are eggs. Eggs will ground you also. I do. I do eat eggs almost every day. Okay. Yes. All righty. So an yes. egg before succession. That's a good <laughs> one egg before exactly. succession. Okay. Because, because what your body needs, what they're telling me is what your body needs doing this work, especially at the beginning, it needs the protein. Okay. And I probably, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you so much. What an amazing tool. Thank you. Thank well, you're you, Mina. Welcome. Good to hear you. Good, Good to hear you. Good to hear your voice. Happy Thank New Year. Thank you. Sonia? Yes. So, who would like to go next? Yes. Uh, so, uh, 
like to talk to Sonia for just one second. Uh, uh -huh. I would also like to suggest, um, see how it resonates with you. Uh, I heard that uh, ground in nature, I know how close you are to nature and I, I got the image of you hugging a tree before you do your work and that will help and you I, ground also. So thank you. You're thank very you. welcome. Thank you, thank you. Much love and gratitude to all. Love you all. Bye-bye. Thank you, Sonia. Okay. So who would like to call in next? Or somebody on the panel have another question? Sure. I'm wondering if um, any of the Ascended Masters have anything to say about Australia and these fires that have been going on and on, um, or any of these sort of, you know, um, recent events going on in the world, our own impeachment proceedings, disturbance in the Middle East, if they can give us a higher view. I'm wondering if any of them could, could offer that to us, if they wish, you know. Right. Well, I I can always ask. <laughs> if you hear anything, okay. Land. Okay. Alrighty. <laughs> Alrighty. Sounds good. That's always, that's always a journey in itself. So, um, let me see who's coming through. I don't always ask their names. I don't always know who they are. But what there is one here that is, I think it might be Saint Germain, that's saying that the. Right. Part of all what's happening in the world today is because the vibrations are changing on the earth. Mother Nature is having a huge heat cup. And what's getting, it's creating, it's, it's cleansing. The energy above the earth, in the earth, below the earth, it's going through this whole tumultuous, I can see the fire, I can see the ice, I can see the water, and it, it's, it's just sort of burning up all the old patterns. Australia, in particular, because such an, it's such an isolated continent, made of an awful lot of red earth that's in the middle of it that's very barren, that's going to change. It's going to become a lot more green it's going to become a lot more fertile, not right away, but it's come. It's going towards all of that. The fires are doing a cleansing of the earth. A lot of the animals are leaving the earth. Yeah. A lot of the animals are leaving the earth. The... They don't interfere with the whole political upheaval that's going on in the world. But what they are saying, what, he's, what he is saying, it has been predicted that, oh, dear Lord. Okay. This is getting ready for the second coming. The coming is coming in a lot of different forms, mostly in energy and raising the vibration, raising the consciousness. The old is leaving and the new is coming in. And there's and there's that's going to take time, but it's already begun. It began about ten years ago in terms of the energy changing. And 
the dinosaurs are leaving, you might say, the dinosaur minds, minds and the intellect, because it is, break it down into my language, guys, come on. Um, If you will, if you could see man's brain, human brain, it is so small and so dense that that's beginning to expand. It's almost like it's becoming obsolete. And it's expanding and it changes all our energy that changes the energy of the earth. They are masters already on the earth, walking amongst us, preparing for this shift that we're going through. And some of us may meet the masters. Some of us, if we're aware enough, we'll recognize them. If we're not, we won't. Wow. Wow well, was right. There I go <laughs> again. That's something. a lot. I, know. <laughs> I hope somebody's recording it. <laughs> I hope Don is. <laughs> um, I have, I've been feeling this as well, especially with the fires in Australia, that there's regeneration going on already in some of the burnt areas. They've yes. got new plants and flowers coming up. Yes. Already. Yes. And um, the rains are coming down. Um, yes, there's been some flash flooding, but I don't think that'll. I don't think that'll last. I think that'll subside. And um, so many of the animals have been rescued. I know a lot have been lost, but it seems to have forged a greater heart connection between humans and and animals the world over. To see these lovely little koalas and the joeys and the you know the mo- yes. their mothers being rescued. So it's um, well, it's it's, it's, it's something. It's, it's, this energy is not just affecting the Australian animals. This energy is affecting the the African continent and those animals. And what's happening to the animals, okay, they are becoming more aware of the cruelty of mankind towards them. Some are fighting back karmically. Some are just leaving. And we're going to find that happening more and more because the lower level of consciousness in mankind is still cruel to animals. And animals are part of who we are and we can't respect them. So we kill them or we torture them or whatever we do to them. We do it to each other for crying out loud. So, but the animals are growing as well as the humans in terms of the energy and becoming more aware and instinctively they're going to leave one way or another. They're going to leave the earth. And that's just really sad. I think that's sad. So are you saying yeah. that we, uh, it's okay for species to become extinct? Or should we be more concerned about trying to conserve all of those? There's two uh, different types of extinction. One is done by intention of getting rid of them, and the other is the natural progression. Mm-hmm. You heard that? I hear you that. I don't know what it means. Okay. <laughs> the nat- well, the nat- I can tell you. Should we, should we be concerned about, um, I mean, it's like they were talking about the, the, uh, a couple of the, the really large uh, uh, animals have uh, maybe there's only one or two of the females left, and they're 
they're really uh, trying to preserve this and and how much effort uh, how important is it for us to conserve and and to keep all of the species or is that part of what's supposed to be happening that that uh, the evolution that we're going through, that that's changing. Through the evolution and through the natural progression, the animals will leave on their own. What we can do for all the poachers that are out there, that are hunting the animals or mm-hmm. anybody that's hunting them for trophies or selling them whatever, we can definitely put out the energy for them to stop that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the difference between intentionally wiping them out and naturally letting them go the way they're supposed to go. Some of the animals are fighting back from these poachers. They've come, their consciousness have grown enough that they're, that they know when humans are going to come after them to kill them. That's a huge difference than letting them alone and letting them do go on their own natural progression. And the own natural progression is that the earth, the surface of the earth alone will change and won't have the animals for to hunt animals to feed off of each other, where they'll just naturally just evolve and they'll won't be here. They'll just disappear off of the earth on their own. So we just have to send lots of love and light. We are, we are, any of us that are conscious of a higher level, we have the power to send out that love and that light to protect them. And to put a barrier there between the hunters and allow the animals to live out their natural life, like we would like to live out our natural life. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So we can definitely well, set that out all the time because it's so sad otherwise. And we can yeah. feel sad, but we also need to, we need to, we need, it, it's not that difficult to tune into animals and give them the love because they all, they're all capable of feeling. They may not understand it the way we do. We know how to manipulate the feeling. They don't. Absolutely. Go, yeah. Randy, go ahead. Okay. I have some friends in South Africa who are working at a lion sanctuary. Yeah. And off the sanctuary, they say what's happening. And someone actually filmed this. There were some hunters hunting lions. Yeah. An elderly old male came charging. They had a pot shot at this lion and they missed. The lion charged the hunter. Yeah. Didn't kill him. But he knocked him over as much as to say, uh-uh, do not do this anymore. That's right. And actually, one of, one of the other, I guess it was caught on film. But this is the thing. Man should not interfere in nature. In That's India, right. they had a tiger problem. They were all dying. Yeah. So they cordoned off a whole region to save the tigers. The problem yeah. was the tiger population got so high, there was nothing more for them to eat. Right. So they had to take the barriers down to let the taggers progress and go back to the balance of nature. This is the problem I feel is happening is man thinks it's more intelligent than nature. No, sorry, not, no, not at all. They, no, nature's probably the highest intelligence that's working. But last November there were poachers in Africa that were going after the rhinos. I think there was four of them. 
and they went in they went into the sanctuary well none of them came out alive because the pride alliance got them yeah protecting their territory wow yes like all was left morning. with some shoes and a skull yeah yikes the other morning old couple coming at you and biting your ass real quick Exactly. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I woke up the other morning at 4.30 in the morning, wide awake. Absolutely wide awake. I said, okay, universe, why am I awake at 4.30 in the morning? <laughs> yeah. So I just sat in my chair and I thought, okay, maybe it's time to do a little bit of a meditation to what's going on. Yeah. And I was showing D.C., yeah. And what I was showing was it was like millions of rats were fleeing every, every building. <laughs> oh, Perfect. man, that's bad. Perfect. And to come and curl the rat population, cats everywhere. Cats, cats everywhere. So I took that as a message Excellent. that on the spiritual level, uh, Things are changing. The the house is being cleaned, you know. Like they keep saying that they're going to clean the swamp, but how can the swamp monsters clean their own mess? Well, they're draining it. They're all running. You know, they're all eventually going to run. So, like I said, it's a necessary evil. Exactly. And if everybody wants to change it, become aware and get out there and vote. If you can't do it one way, you can do it another way. Yeah. You know, take the country back. Before we have Hitler the second here. Oh, we've already got him. There's well, concentration camps. About. There's concentration camps all over this country. There's at least 200. I don't think people understand that. They think there's two or three near the border. They're all it's, over the country. They never understand it because it's not right. happening to them. Yeah. And that's where the disconnection yeah. is. So Every it's not time, real. Every time somebody rips a child from its mother, that hurts me. Yeah. And it should hurt every single one of us. Yes. Okay. That's where when you're disconnected from that feeling and that compassion, then nothing is going to change because they don't think it's going to happen to them. Well, guess what? Oh, yeah. When you start losing your food stamps and you start losing your, your, your disability social security and you start losing this and that, it's happening to you, too. Yeah. Because that's the direction he's going in. Yep. And people don't want to know, no, it's going to happen. If he's there in power, it's going to happen, and he doesn't care. Yeah. People really don't want to face the truth. That's what it really is. They no. don't want to face the truth. Well, it, I think it's interesting that there are levels of ethical awareness. Like the lowest level is, I don't care about something bad unless it happens to me. And then that maybe the next level up is, okay, I'll care about it if it happens to me or somebody I care about, yeah. or somebody yeah. I know, you know. And then the next level is up, okay, maybe I'll care if it happens to me or a loved one or somebody who's pretty close to me, kind of like me, so it could happen to me, you know, and they're kind of my friend. And then the next level, you know, it progresses until any time you see any injustice, you have to say, that is wrong, it shouldn't be happening, even if it's happening thousands of miles away to somebody with a different skin color who speaks a different language, it's still wrong. And, uh, you know, a place you'd never go. The thing is, if you want to control a nation, what's the first thing you do? 
True. Scare them. No. Scare the daylights out of them. No, you starve them. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And what do you do? Yeah. You take away the benefits. You take away the food stamps. You take away the school lunch programs. You get yeah. everybody else in to be to be the guard there saying, my, I'm not going to let my taxes pay for your school lunch because yeah. you got parents who can't afford it. You starve the nation first. That's how you control a nation. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that's you. The first step. And that's what we have to fight against. It's like, no, feed the children. Don't take people away from, you're always going to have people less fortunate. Always. Now, it's not only uh, the physical food, but it's like the libraries, uh, the public television, all of the kind but of yeah. information. Yes, but you can, you, can, you can live without them, but you can't live without food and water. Right, yeah. but I'm saying right. when you shut off the way for people to get information, that makes it easier for what you're saying to happen, too. Well, you starve them first because if you take away the benefits that people might be receiving, mm -hmm. then they can't afford all what you're talking about. Yeah. 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 Boy, and we live through our stomach in this country. We haven't oh, seen absolutely. tough times. We haven't absolutely. seen tough times like that in a long time. Absolutely. But the truth is that that's already been cut away at, okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's already happening to a lot of people. It is. Yeah. Along with impossibly low wages that people can't really live on. That's, they're saying the economy is great. And they said this to a woman. She said, I know oh. I have three jobs to make ends yeah. meet. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. know. So it's like, it's like, it's like uh, being consciously aware and not agreeing with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's being aware of those subtle little things that are happening that people are ignoring or people are cheering. He's, you know, they're doing such a great job because they're doing this and doing that. No, they're taking all your benefits away and no one deserves to suffer. In a uh, 21st century country, come on. Yeah. Where to go to where you have all the poor and the very rich. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what they're building. That's what they want to go back to. It's called gentrification in the cities, Omina, where they just jack up the rents until you can't pay for them anymore. And then you've got tent cities. Yeah. And they just put out a fam couple of families, three three mothers and their children out of a house that had been sitting completely yeah, I read, I read empty for yes, two I've, solid I've years. Yeah. And they said this is not about having the house. It's about creating a movement that something's got to change because this is what's happening as you're not paying attention. Yeah. There's more waste than anything. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of waste that goes on. And um, like I said, just be kind to people. It costs nothing. <laughs> it doesn't. It costs nothing to smile at them. Costs nothing to say hello. It costs nothing just to be kind. And uh, you know what? Amen to that. The benefits yep. that come from that that you don't even see coming—they just show up at your doorstep. Who does? Uh, you don't even know if you're kind to someone else, it comes back to you. It just always does. It's the law of nature. 
Well, it's yeah, but I no. mean, I'm just saying, just be kind. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. cost anything. <laughs> and yeah. if it comes back, that's wonderful. But I mean, you know, it's like, it's like if we're tuned into each other. Yeah. Then we are being kind if we're tuned in to each other because we'll sense that person needs a smile or that person needs to carry out their bag to the car, whatever it is. Yeah. You know, they're, they're little things that we can do on an, every single day that we walk out our own door with no intentions about where it's going to come back or not. It always does come back, but it's like um, I was shopping today. And and that's what reminded me of. I went to get my stuff and somebody already had packed it all up there for me and I didn't even see the person doing it. And I just thought, well, thank you, God, for that. That was a great act of kindness. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's like, yeah. it's like, that was just, I mean, they're like little miracles to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like little miracles. It's like. Oh my goodness! And then if you just pass it forward, or if you see someone struggling, whatever it is, or smile at the poor person on the street, or whatever, whatever it is, it's just like blessing them everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah it is a blessing. Yes, that's it so is. lovely. Uh, yeah, that's really lovely. You just it? bless them everywhere you go, and and it's just amazing how that how that picks up the energy and keeps rolling the energy, and it's good positive energy. But light energy is much more work than heavy energy. And that's why we have to do it constantly. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll stop. Top of the hour. And yes. we want to remember that uh, as our team is going to be meeting a half hour early the next time, I'll put up the uh, Skype and then uh, I think you are all uh, on it. And if you just can sign in, we'll have our discussion and decide uh, mm-hmm. what going to be doing. Maria, I thought that was going to be on the 13th. It's going to be on the 13th, right? Not the first. Not the first. Not the 6th, the 13th. I stand corrected. Okay. So it's the 13th of February. Yeah. Okay. Right, because that'll give everybody time to think. Yes. And write stuff down. Day too. Did you know that? <laughs> if, if, I, if any of our listeners have ideas or thoughts about what you would like to have, or if you wanted to continue, uh, then please email uh, one of us on the panel. Right. And StargateMarita at gmail.com is mine. And I think many of you, uh, Omina, um, since you were the guest tonight, why don't you oh. go ahead and give your phone number and your. Uh, uh, email so that people can contact you if they want to get a private reading. Right. My email address is ominacenter777 at gmail.com. The phone number is 860 Well, so, wait, wait, wait. You're going way too fast. ominacenter777 at gmail.com? Correct. Yeah. And then slow down on that phone number. Would you do that for me, please? I'll do it very, very slow. <laughs> Eight, six, oh. Eight, seven, one. Six, zero, seven, six. Thank you very much. You're very, very welcome. And, um, and Oceana Ryan can give her. Caroline, how about you giving yours? 
Sure. It's just Ascension, excuse me, Ascension Times at gmail.com. So Ascension is A S is in Sam, C E N is in Nancy, S I O N is in Nancy. Ascension Times, like the New York Times, <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> and if you go to my website, carolineoceanoryan.com, um, it talks about the abundance group. Those calls are free and they're wonderful free energy. So just go to my website and look up the abundance group. And I also offer channeling sessions and a lot of free content and a YouTube channel as well. So that's free too. So enjoy. <laughs> and expect the unexpected and miracles are afoot and goddess is indeed alive. That's right. Yes. So we, we all will be here next Thursday, though. That'll be around the 30th. So we'll be here next Thursday. Right. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then, then and, and this gives you, uh, listeners, a chance to uh, get their thoughts together and, and let us know what they'd like to have. And, Absolutely. Uh, and if we don't hear from anybody, we'll assume you, you uh, want us to quit. How about that? No, no, don't just well, say I never assume anything. <laughs> No, 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 no. Oh, well, if, if they aren't interested enough to, to reply, then maybe there's not much interest in it. I want to well, know. Well, maybe people like it just the way it is. Hold on a minute, everybody. Slow down a little bit. I get the sense people don't like change. Hold on. Yep. That's well, Don, going. That's we why we're going to have roundtable discussions. Half an hour before. And I want all of you to think about going in for the higher good. Right. And not come from fear or anywhere else. Just go for the higher good, what would be good for the show, and what does it need. (sighs) May or may not, they may or may not. Just because we don't hear from that doesn't mean that they want us off. I don't think that's true at all. No. they, I think that they enjoy it. I'm saying, do we have to go in a different direction for the higher good? If everybody go from that part in their brain, then we're going to have a round discussion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Don, can we have music maestro, please? <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Good Thank night. you, everyone. Good See night. You See you night. on the bridge. <laughs> Good night, night. Dreams. Namaste. Good night, all. Good night, all. Good night, all. Good morning, all.